the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and I'm here at your service, 602-508-0960. This is shows called Under the Hood with Mark Salem. We talk about cars, and I'm going to skip the uh, brought to you by because we're going to get some of these callers real quick. Yeah, okay? we're going to hit the ground running Exactly today. right. I mean, that's my wife, Renee. She keeps track of me and counsels me about car repair. Oh, but we're yeah. Go that's to Bob first. <laughs> Bob, good morning. What's up? I have a 2006 Ford Ranger with a four-cylinder and a manual transmission. And what happens with this crazy thing is every once in a while, as you start going down the road, as soon as you get to your speed, you kind of back off on the throttle a little bit. And when the engine actually is being driven by the vehicle... It cuts out on the fuel, and I'm trying to find this vacuum leak somewhere between the throttle body and the, the um, I guess it would be the filter air box. I'm not sure exactly if there is something. I know there's a PCV tube that goes over. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. you got to tell me, you got to tell me how all of a sudden you got to a vacuum leak here. Okay, it, it actually... Up here, the the engine light came on, and it was throwing in a lean mixture code. And okay, well that doesn't mean a vacuum leak, it. so we're not going to go down that path because it's okay. not. That doesn't mean it's a vacuum leak. It's a lean condition. A plug right. fuel filter will cause a lean condition. A bad O2 really? sensor stuck in low voltage mode would cause a lean. And unless you have a scanner, you have no way of knowing whether or not that's going to be. And the guy, the three-whiskered kid at AutoZone and O'Reilly's wouldn't have a clue on how to fix your car, but they are very good at selling you parts. What you're talking mm-hmm. about is the mass airflow sensor, and if your mass airflow yeah. sensor had a vacuum leak in the intake tube, then you would have a mass airflow sensor code because the mass airflow sensor would say, hey, I see 17 grams of air, and the computer goes, well, that doesn't match all the other data from all the other sensors, and so after a while, it'll throw a mass airflow sensor code. I would strongly suggest that you have somebody track it down. Let me tell you a real quick story. I had a guy this week call me and talked. I talked to him because I called him back. He has an overheat condition, and he spent in excess of $3,000 trying to find it. Find it. Yeah. And he's put a radiator in, and he's put hoses and belts, and he's had all kinds of stuff done. And he's working off of the diagnosis after a $20 oil change. And I said to him, there isn't a shop in town that wouldn't have diagnosed that between $100 and $200, why this thing's overheating and spitting coolant all over the air. And his thing he's stuck on is is that he can turn the water pump pulley with his hand in spite of the fact that the serpentine belt's on there. 
And yes, that's something a seasoned technician could touch and feel and see what, whether it's good or bad. But right, the idea right. is, is he spent a lot of money. You can do whatever you want, but I suggest that chasing a PCV valve leak or a vacuum leak um, might not be the very best thing. But you're right, a PCV valve can do that, an EGR valve that's stuck okay. open can do that, and as I said, fuel okay. filter, uh, O2 sensor, and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, because it doesn't do it when right. I give it full throttle. It's when it, you back off on the throttles when it cuts out. Okay, so and, and see, port. we can watch that on a scan. I understand, but we can watch that on a scanner. So really what has to okay. happen is is you, not on Monday morning or Friday night, call a shop and say, what's your diagnostic fee for a code as well as a drivability symptom? I would like very much to stop by your shop. Perhaps you could loan me your technician. I promise not to keep him for an hour. I promise that I can pull this off in 15 minutes, and you okay. know maybe he plugs in his scanner or whatever, and I'd like to take him for a ride. I'd like him to look at serial stream data while I make it happen. If you do that, and if you can pull that off, you'll save yourself a hundred bucks in diagnostic fees. You're still going to get charged right. for a diagnostic fee, but you're exactly. saving yourself a hundred dollars yeah. just by being prepared. Okay, Bob, thank you, thank you very. Oh, Bob, what part of town do you live in? I live in Mesa. Okay. Do you have a shop in Mesa that you like? I have one I just started going to. I haven't really. I've done most of the work on my vehicles myself. So. Okay. Well, I have one in Mesa. The only one in Mesa that I personally recommend is Thompson's Auto Repair, and he's on Main Street just east of Stapley. Brian and Thelma own and operate that, and I know Brian has the tech, a technician that's capable of diagnosing your problem. Now, it's also possible that we look at your car and we see so many different things that we say to you, wait till it gets worse and easier to find, because this could also be a situation <laughs> yeah. where we're dumping a bunch of air into the motor, into the exhaust, and that's causing a problem. So if all you got is a check engine light and you don't have any smells or anything else, there's a small possibility you're going to hear somebody say, Let's wait till it gets a little worse and easier to find. What they're saying to you is, is I'll find it, but it's going to cost you a lot more now than if you wait 20, 30 days and make it, and it gets right. worse. So, or, if I or another coat start, gets tossed. Yeah, when I start going in there and messing with it, the light, it goes off. So I know it's somewhere along those tubes. I pulled them off and looked at them. I still can't find the leak anywhere. Okay. So. No, you're, you're wrong about that. Um, there, there is a long process to turn the light on. And then oh, there is okay. intermittent. It's not uncommon for us to lose the the, the code and then have the light go off. So okay. I don't think there's a relationship um, in, in what you said. But thank you very much. Thank you very much. Richard, you're up next. How can I help you? Hello. Yes, sir. Go right ahead. Okay. I had a transmission problem, and uh, I spent about two months with this. It went in what they call a fail-safe. It lock up, and then I turn it off, and... As it got colder, it got worse, and one transmission shop never could duplicate it. So I finally went to your 140 Street in Washington to automatic transmission exchange. I uh -huh. told him what it did. He called me back the next morning promptly. He says, yeah, it did it, and this, and he got the code. The other shop could never get the code, but it would clear itself before I got there. Anyway, he called me and told me what it did. Okay. And the next day, he called back and says, this is what we're looking at, and uh, it was a computer is what it was. Okay. I picked it up yesterday. And it's and fixed? It's fixed. He's very he, he's very knowledgeable. He told me exactly what he was going to do, and he did it. And that's what I liked because the other shop gave me nothing but a runaround. The other thing, I got a question. The About the last two okay. weeks, I'd be on freeway speeds. It would act like a fuel problem. But now, since I picked it up yesterday, there, it's none of that. Could that have been in the computer, too, causing that? 
Oh, absolutely. There's lots of things. And what can I just change your words a tad? It sure. feels like I don't have any more throttle. It feels like I can't accelerate. Is that kind of what it is? Yeah, it would kind of like you say, it would, like it was starving, then it would catch again. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right that th that would be a common classic symptom of fuel starvation. But if it's gone now with the transmission, here's what I want to I want to tell you. I I would tell you if you're my brother or you're my customer, just be glad that fixed both problems. It's not worth chasing down why or how they're related, right? Because right. that's not going to get anybody anywhere. But it, it it really depends on the code and what gear he was working in, and it, it's entirely possible that that lockup where it was locking up and not unlocking. The smooth operation of it today creates or fixed that symptom. So I, I, I can't answer your question, but I want to tell you this. Thank you for talking about automatic transmission exchange and a success story. Um, it's another shop. It's the only shop in Phoenix that I recommend for transmission work. So I'm happy he fixed your problem. And I want you to say that I am completely happy with them after 30 days. Yeah, exactly. Because I tell my customers the same thing. You'll know in 30 days if I did a good job. So don't be yelling and screaming about how good I am until you've driven the car for 30 days. So well, I would say the same to you uh, for automatic transmission exchange. Yeah, I went out there at 7 o'clock this morning. It was cold, and it, it didn't do it. And the colder it got, the worse it got. And, and Phil also said that that would be more of a computer thing with with the coldness. But it was a... Yeah, but I've been chasing this thing down for two and a half months, so I'm 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 sure it's fixed. It feels good. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you very much for that kind words. Thank you. And I think we've been having that too, where you think it's the transmission, and actually it <sighs> seems to be. I don't know why that seems to be more prevalent now. Well, what about who, what's the name of that gentleman, Sid? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, Sid, real quick, and I'm going to get to Wayne. Yeah. Sid has a, a General Motors product, right? And he has this drivability concern, and so I initially. I initially, based on talking with him, right. said, I think we have a transmission problem. So he brought it in, and I consulted with a transmission guy in Tempe that, that does wholesale work only, and I consulted with Lorenzo, and he said, yes, I want you to put this additive in the transmission, and I think this will make it better if it's what you, Mark Salem, described. Yeah. So we put the additive in, and Sid said after, what, two weeks, in no difference. Right. We brought the car back in. And we determined that what was really happening was is that he had cylinder select. Otherwise, he's driving down the road with an eight-cylinder car, and when the computer determines that it could drop two cylinders or four cylinders, it will. So the car could be going down the road in cruise control at 70 miles an hour with four cylinders hitting and four mm -hmm. cylinders dead. Right. Well, this cylinder select was all fouled up, mm -hmm. and the cylinder select was causing the symptoms exactly like a transmission. So rather than go in and dig this problem out... Yeah. We we were able to purchase a device that would remove that cylinder select from his car. Mm -hmm. It was significantly less than any diagnosis and repair. Uh it was it was an amazing so I'll tell him two hundred and fifty bucks. Right. And he was expecting we gave him an estimate, I think between two and three thousand for the transmission, and that was you know, we would have been rebuilt wrong. and we and it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. So, we would yeah. have had to refund the money to him right. because we told him this will fix it, and it didn't. Right. So this $250 gizmo that Alan, our son, came up with, mm -hmm. we plug it in, and it takes out cylinder select, and Sid said on his last call. Yeah, he called us the other day and said it runs perfectly and no issues at all. So. Um, and the only thing that might happen ecstatic. here <laughs> is he might have a degradation, a small probably not measurable difference in fuel economy. 
Yeah, that, he didn't that's say it. anything about that. So at the end of the day, I think his total cost was some chemicals that we dumped in his transmission, which was 20 bucks, I bet. Yes, it was. And then $250 for this gizmo where we bypassed that system. Right. We took that system away. We mm -hmm. told the computer, don't look at that anymore. And the car, the problem's fixed. Right. That could have easily been an ugly one had I sold him a transmission. Yeah. That you were been, wrong. Salem, I would have been wrong. wrong. I, oh would have, I would have raised my hand. Yeah. I, I was wrong 44 years ago when you, I married you at 10 years old. <laughs> Wayne, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yeah, hello, Mark. Uh, I have a, a 1999 Safari van. I went in for an oil change, and they said that I had two problems. The first one was a wheel okay. bearing was bad. I have 20,000 miles okay. of that wheel bearing. And I said, well, what, what were the symptoms? And he says, well, you got a wobble. Well, they want to uh, remove okay. and replace uh, the right front, but they also suggest I do the left front. And I was wondering why they want to do both of them. Okay. Well, first of all, let's get to the symptoms. Does this wobble uh, mean anything to you? Do you know what they're talking about? Well, I think he means they put their hands on the top and the bottom of the tire, and they kind of... <laughs> See if they All right. it. Strike one. Strike one. But do you yeah. feel the wobble? Yeah. Do you have anything in the front end at all that you're concerned with or you hear or you feel? No. It drives All right. Fine. Let me give you a symptom of a bad wheel bearing, okay? okay? Do you drive on the freeway? Do you drive on the freeway? Okay. Okay. Is that a no? No. I don't drive on the freeway. Okay, so if you get on the freeway and you're driving down the road and you're going to take a sweeping right turn or left turn, maybe you're getting off the freeway, maybe you're transitioning from the 17 to the 101 or whatever, whatever. When you're driving at highway speeds and you transition and you turn a gradual right turn at highway speeds, if the inner wheel bearing on the right side or the outer wheel bearing on the left side is bad, it'll go, yeah, 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 and it'll be speed related. You throttle up, yeah, 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 and you throttle down, yeah, 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 okay? So that's a bad wheel bearing. I would think that you would know that. <laughs> I would think for sure you'd know that. So if you go left, here's the kicker. If it's the left outer wheel bearing, it'll do it on a right sweeping turn, but it will not do it on a left sweeping turn because we unload that bearing when we make a left turn. So as we go through this, the symptoms are they're negative. I don't like what you're telling me. I'm going to recognize that what you're telling me may, may not be 100% of the discussion, but if my guys were to do something like that and look at your odometer and then tell you, well, if you, if you have one bad, then the other's going to follow. So why don't we just do both of them now? That, that's this, this is what I think about that. If you've got one bad tooth, why don't we pull them all? Yeah. If you've got one bad eye, why don't we do surgery on the other one? If you've got an ingrown toenail, let's go ahead and service all 10 of them. I don't like that idea. I, 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 there is no benefit. This is not an alignment issue. And boy, you've just wadded up my underwear. Oh, this line. is not an alignment issue. They're not going to have to align it twice when they do the wheel bearings. That would be a reason to do both of them. But I'm quite sure that this repair was between 600 and 800 dollars. How close am I? Oh, you. you it wasn't that much. It was a uh, two sixty four. For both wheel bearings. Well, that's probably for the one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So we're so twice that much money. Right. We're at five. So you're saying I don't have much of a problem there then? Well, I'm saying if you don't have the symptoms I just yeah. described to you, and okay. the only thing we got is is they grabbed a hold of the top and the bottom of the wheel and they gave it a little shake, and you don't have a yeah 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 when you make a right and a left turn at 45 miles an hour or higher. If you don't have any abnormal tire wear, then nope, I, I, no, I, I would think. 
Yeah, okay. and and it's probably one of those things where it was maybe a cheap oil change and they had to upsell you, but we can get on that, uh, you know, after the break. And, and 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 you're right about that, but but here's something else. I think those are that Safari van. Does it have two wheel bearings or is it an entire hub assembly with sealed bearings within? Do you know? It said it has one in the front and one in the back. Okay, uh, so I'm wrong wheel. on my six to. Okay, I'm wrong on my six to eight hundred because I was assuming we were going to replace the hub with sealed bearings within. But if they've got wheel bearings and they're talking two hundred and sixty-four dollars aside, then what they're doing is they're pulling the rotor off, they're taking the races out, putting two new wheel bearings, they press them into the rotor. If they put a new seal, they pack those wheel bearings, they okay. put them back on. All of a sudden, I'm still worried about the two fifty. Okay, I'm not liking the two fifty. He's not sure, though. So. I know, but you're right. But that's I'm going to explain why I was so far off, because I'm bidding hubs on both sides, R&R hubs and the hubs, because the hubs are $180, $200 a piece. Okay. So you're not wrong again. <laughs> you know what? That's twice. Let me just turn off your microphone, because that's easier for me. Nevertheless, I've had my piece, but he doesn't have the symptoms. Now, if he wanted to check, he would simply have somebody else packed the wheel bearings and if one of the bearings is coming apart there's going to be metal all over the inside of that but again he doesn't have the drivability symptoms that would suggest that he has a wheel bearing problem and that wobble that they're talking about could easily be simply pull off the cap adjust the tension nut a half a turn put a new cotter pin in it then the wobble's gone okay now let me just get my underwear out of my we'll be right back after this hello i'm greg may the proud owner of phoenix body works I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle Right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. 
home to their cities and towns, home to their mountains and valleys, home to their families and friends, home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Renee. She's supposed to, my wife, she's supposed to keep a track of me, and she doesn't do a very good job. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto Repair. Tom and his crew at Action Auto Repair are I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. Been around since 1983. Have a master BMW technician, but... As because he's a master, he knows all the other cars as well, but he's especially good on BMWs. But like Tom says, we can do Chevy, Ford, Chrysler, Toyota, Honda, which is the big five big ones. And we can do all of those and a whole lot of other ones. So if you live in the Deer Valley area, North Phoenix area, and you don't have a repair shop, may I suggest that you go for an oil change at Action Auto Repair at Deer Valley and I-17 and see how you like them. That's the easiest way to determine if a shop's going to treat you right or just sell you everything imaginable. Wayne, I know that you have another comment, and I'll take you real quick. Okay. Uh, the other problem was they said I had a transmission cooler lines are leaking. That gets pretty expensive. Okay. Um, see, they just didn't give you enough information because the transmission cooler lines are metal lines, and they go forward into a cooler. And oftentimes there's two pieces of rubber that connect the stationary lines to another part of the cooler that might move or the stationary lines move and the cooler doesn't. So we put some flexible lines in there. I want you to know that transmission cooler line is rather expensive. It might be $20 a foot. I can't imagine that it's going to take two feet a cooler line to fix this. But on the other hand, if it's the steel lines that have rubbed a hole in it, then you would have a whole lot of transmission fluid on the ground because those two steel lines hold a lot of pressure. So again, I'm not quite sure what they're talking about, whether they're talking about the rubber lines or the steel lines. Yeah, they're talking um, about the rubber lines. But if lines. it's the steel... It has the rubber okay. lines. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, and how much was that bid? Oh, Jesus. Uh, a little over 500 Oh, my God. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll do it for 400 guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guarantee you I'll do that for $400, okay? And does I'll that, be honest that, with you. Does that include the flush? You know what? I'll tell you. Yeah. 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 I'll do I'll do both cooler lines and I'll flush your transmission for for $400 or less. Wait a minute. Only a if minute. it's leaking. We're not going to do it if it's not. Okay. See, you're pragmatic about that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. And I'll tell you something else on those wheel bearings, okay? I'll pack your front wheel bearings for 100 bucks, and if I find a, a bad one, I'll give it to you for free. How's okay. that? That's a, All right. I, 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 and what part, what part of town do you live in? Uh, I think you have a shop over about 88th uh, Avenue in Thunderbird. Um, yeah, Tom Tom over there at Fletcher's. Yeah, Tom Fletcher. Um, tell him he'll, he'll do the same deal. I'll commit for him. 
Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just send you over there and, and take your paperwork and talk to Tom and say, Mark's panties are a little wadded up about this deal, but I'd like you to, to give me a fresh pair of eyes on my transmission cooler lines and my wheel bearing wobble. Okay? okay. Ask him. Because I told him I All have right. nothing. Thank you, Wayne. I have nothing on the floor, you know, no drop or anything. So he says, well, well that's a problem. <laughs> That's a problem. That's what you have to say. You have to step forward. You have to get in his bubble. And you have to say, I want to see these lines. I want you to put it back up on the rack. I'd like to see what you're talking about. I want to see what you're talking about. And then I want to feel the wheel bearing wobble. And by the way, there's another car right next to it. I want you to, I want to feel its wheel bearing wobble too. And if both of them have the same wheel bearing wobble, then all of a sudden that guy is kind of black. Well, he looks bad in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, oh, I can't get past this. Tom, good morning, Tom. How you doing? What can we do for you? Mark, great show. Hey, Hi. my son uh, put a uh, 5.3 in an older uh, 80 Blazer, and it will not start okay. when it's cold. Is it a carbureted motor or a fuel-injected motor? He no, no, it's fuel-injected. It's a 5.3. Okay. So it's a carbureted one? No, 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 no. It's fuel-injected. Fuel-injected. Okay, it's fueling, and it won't start cold. Well, I guess the first thing that I would do is put a fuel pressure gauge on it because when you turn the key to the on position, I should have, you know, a fuel pressure well within standards. So whatever the requirement is, that's 45. When I turn the can, I better have 45. But if I have nothing, then that's going to tell me that the fuel pressure regulator is bad, or the check valve in the tank and the pump is bad, or I've got an injector leaking down overnight, which destroys my fuel pressure, which gives me extended cranking during cold times. But the leak's not substantial, then it's going to cause me problems during the day. So yes, it's cold. But it's really because it's been sitting all night. You stay right there along with the rest of you. I'll be back because I'm out of time, and I'll be back in 13 minutes or less. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. 
It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserite paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. All about that demon, all the Welcome back, everybody. You know, I want to explain to them what's going on in my world, okay? Okay. All right. Gil's saying 15 seconds before. I have to break, folks, at exactly 30, not 30 after the hour plus 15 seconds. I have to be there at 30. Renee's pointing towards the clock. She's giving me the rap sign. Gil's talking in my ear, and I tell those guys I'll be back in 13 minutes. <laughs> or less. <laughs> or less. You said or less. And then I'm because I'm looking. The first number that I get in my on my screen here is 13. Plus, your panties are in a wad. Yeah, so, you know. and Gosh. I'm having a tough time today with the show today. I'm, you are. I'm, I'm just having a tough time. Anyway, Some let me tell you. Real quick about Kurt's Auto Repair. Kurt's Auto Repair is I-17 in Bell. He has bailed out customers that I have sent him many, many times, just as Tom at Action has just down the road. But Kurt's is a good guy. Eric is a master tech. Jeff is a master tech. Kurt's a master tech. They know what they're talking about. They are just as square as any shop in town is. So if you live near Bell and I-17 and you don't have a shop, then Kurt's should be a place that you should go to. Real quick, um, we were going to go back... And, uh, oh, I know what we're going to do. Daniel. Daniel has a real quick question, so we're going to go to Daniel first. Okay. Daniel, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Mark, listen, I just bought a 2000 Cadillac, 65,000 miles on it, and it's a nightmare with all those buttons all over. 
All what I want to know is I found the batteries in, under the back seat, and I'm wondering, you know, there's not a uh, birth date on the battery, so I was going to uh, probably change it. So do you just pull it out, or do you have to put something in the uh, cigarette lighter to keep all this computerized stuff going? You, you can do that. You can plug in a 9-volt battery or something like that to the cigarette lighter to keep that. It's called keep alive memory keep alive and it has all your seat set settings and your radio settings yes the answer is yes you pull the negative cable first you pull the positive second you lift the battery out I want you to vacuum out the container I want yeah. you if it's got drain holes in it you might use a little bit of hot water clean it all up good but before you do the battery I would suggest you stop by a repair shop and say can you test my battery and here's how we do it we look at the CCA rating on the battery it might be 500 and okay. so if I test your battery and you have 315 CCAs, I'm going to look at you and say, Daniel, I like the idea of you putting another battery in it. But okay. if it has 500 CCAs on a 500 CCA, then there's really no reason to put a battery in it. So I suggest you do that. Okay. Now, can you talk? Can I tell tell you where I want to go over the phone to, to the auto repair? Um, if it if Terrain it's one of my shops, then that all right. If 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 it's one of my shops, yes. Yeah, but if yeah, it's not well, one of my shops, then I, okay. Because if it's not one of my shops, I don't want to comment. And if it's a really shop a shop I don't respect, I, I'm put in a spot. But if if you're if you want to tell me who you're going to take it to, and it's a shop you've heard on the radio show, I'm interested. Raintree, Raintree Auto. Okay. Repair. All right. He's uh, yeah. He's he's up there in North Scottsdale. Right. And down tell Raintree. Paul. Body shop. Yeah. Um, when you talk when you talk to Paul, tell him that Mark Salem's going to send him a twenty five percent off discount on your behalf. <laughs> okay, now wait, but he does a body. He does, but he's got a, a relationship with with okay. Paul and Andy at Raintree, so they'll swap out his battery for him, or they'll check his battery for him. Okay. So, right. and if not, then Air Park Auto is right across the street, and you can go over hey, to Air Park Auto. Air Park I don't know Auto if they're going to over there, Steve and Andy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well. Okay, good enough. Thank you, thank you. Let's now, Tom, I don't know if you finished with him. He, I am. He, yeah, he had I the cold start. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. Tom? Yeah, yes. Are you there? Okay, Mark. Um, okay. Yes, I am. Um, he, okay, he, I want to ask you something. This is... Yes, go ahead. Just a minute. Um, this is what I'd like you to try, and this will help determine if I'm right about a fuel starvation problem. When you go to start the car in the morning, on a cold morning... Um, I want him to turn the key to the on position, not the crank position, but the on position, and count to three. Turn it off, and I want him to do that three or four times. I'm priming the system by turning the fuel pump on for three seconds each time. And it won't run four seconds, so that's the reason why I don't want him to do it for ten seconds, because he's wasting his time. So on, three seconds, off. On, three seconds, off. What I'm doing is priming the system. If it starts then, then we actually have a loss of fuel pressure. And that will tell you. Now, if it doesn't start then, I still need to check the fuel pressure. But I also can look at the coolant sensor and see if it's talking to the computer. And I also want to know what the ambient temperature is and see if the computer can see that. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff that has to go on behind the scenes. But nine out of ten times when it won't start cold, it's because of the absence of fuel. And if that's the case, it's usually a fuel delivery problem. That's why I'm going in that direction. Okay. okay. Yeah, because he did tell me it right. was 52 pounds going through. Okay, but like I said, I need that reading. First time you turn the key to the on position, first thing right. on a cold morning. Okay. So running 
pressure at 52 is quite different than morning pressure at 52. All righty. Okay. Good luck to you. Thank you very much. And let's go. I'm going to go to Randy because he's been waiting. Randy, yeah. good morning to you. You have my full attention. Hey, Mark. I have a uh, Ford F-250 7.3 four-wheel drive. I had the driver's side bearing hub go out on it. I replaced it. Okay. In your opinion, should I do the other side? It's 200. How many miles are on it? 260. Okay. I want you to change your question like this. Mark, how often do you do bad wheel bearings? <laughs> uh, maybe once a month. Mark, how many customers do you process a year? Do you know? How many work orders do we have last year? I don't know the answer okay. to that yet. Well, we're, we're 13 a day times 5. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're 13 to 15 a day times 5 mm-hmm. times 52 weeks. Mm-hmm. So get your phone out and, and do that. So I, I'm going to guess that I'm dealing with wheel bearings maybe once a month. And they have symptoms. So we did 3,300 work orders, somewhere around 4,000 cars we serviced last year. Um, and so the answer is is no. Um, I don't think I would do the other side unless you had a lot of time. And it, did you do it yourself? Yes, it's, it takes about an hour to do. It's, okay. it's a whole view. Okay. The, the hub assembly right. and the bearing is sealed, so you just undo the four bolts okay. off the knuckle and pull it out and put the one in, and you're done. It's an easy job, but I was. Okay. It failed on I uh, coming from home from Tucson. I really don't want that to. Actually, it was making noise, and I didn't realize what the noise was coming from. And after okay. it failed, I realized that noise was the bearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I got two thoughts about that. First of all, did you buy a bearing with a name brand that you recognize, like Borg Warner or something like that? I bought a Timken. Oh, good, good. You just... Can you tell I was excited uh, that you got Otto, the same brand? That you told me about Rock okay. Auto. So I went on Rock Auto and bought a Timken. Okay. All right. How much was the bearing? The assembly, the hub. The whole okay. thing? That's a good price. Yep. Yeah. If it makes you feel good, spend another 173 spend another hour, and do it, and you'll be done. But I think the real message here is is you missed the symptoms, <laughs> and it's your I, fault I you broke down. <laughs> I shook the front end completely, and then I didn't do one thing. I didn't jack it up and move the tire, and that would have told me right away. What well, I can tell you something else. If you would have driven it from the driver's seat and made it happen, and then let's say you have a wife or a girlfriend, and I hope you don't have both, but one of them switches places with you, and when you're driving, your left foot is flat against the floor, and then when you get on the passenger side, your right foot's flat against the floor, and you would have known clearly without bearing which side it's on. And then you could have jacked it up and choked, shook the tire, and then you'd have known. So I, it doesn't make any difference. You got a lot of mileage on that 7.3. So if you want to do it for peace of mind, I say go ahead. But I think the real issue here really is you miss the symptoms, and this is all your fault. And I don't mean that. Dero- I don't mean to be derogatory. It was the clicking. I could hear something clicking in the front end for probably four months. And I'm like, God, what is that? Is that a shock? No, God. I just. You know what? There hasn't been a guy. (laughs) 
it, it, there hasn't been a guy on the radio in the last six months that has admitted he's wrong. Yeah. So, Randy, you are my hero today because you're telling the story, you're laughing at yourself, you're admitting you're wrong, and I like that. But i got to take a break. Well, we'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The Iranian people have taken to the streets in the largest mass protest since 2009, demanding freedom and economic change. There simply is no bigger story in the world right now, and the media establishment ought to be covering it more extensively. There are several options available in the United States as we consider how to respond. We can assist the Saudis and the Arab states in providing satellite Wi-Fi services to the protesters who are currently blocked from using social media by the Iranian government. If the Iranian government attempts to brutally repress the protests in the style of the infamous Tiananmen Square crackdown in China, the United States should consider instituting a blockade. Individual trade sanctions are also a possibility. There are even reports that the United States has given the okay to Israel to assassinate General Soleimani, who is the commander of the Iranian Quds Force of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. Whatever action is taken, we must praise the decision of President Trump to support publicly the Iranian people in their effort to live in a country that is stable and offers them and their children a decent standard of life. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Hey, Mark will be right back. He just had to run a quick errand. Here he is. <laughs> Are we live right now? <laughs> All right, You're I'm live, sorry, Mark. folks. I just had I I just had to do something and I didn't make it back on time. Nevertheless, um, I, I want to say something real quick before we, we go on, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Our industry and the auto repair industry is kind of in shambles, and here's why. They make cars so good now that the maintenance that we used to do on the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and even the 2000s, 
was quite different than the newer model cars. So there is a minority and a very small minority of our people in our repair industry that have huge debt service and they're selling stuff um, well outside of what it says in your owner's manual. As a matter of fact, the other day I had a lady pull in to a service drive arena and uh, the other lady walked out and, and diagnosed her bad motor mounts uh, to the tune of 1200 bucks or something like that. I want to tell you folks, if, if I stood in my driveway and you drove at me with your car, I don't care if you drove, started driving at me a half a mile away and you came up and you parked in front of me, I couldn't diagnose one, much less four motor mounts on your car. That's not the symptom environment. So I'm kind of disappointed, but that's why I'm kind of adamant about um, shops upselling you because a $20 oil change can't be done for $20. The oil is going to cost 10 the filter is going to cost 5 the technician is going to cost 6 and that's $21 right there. So those low-ball oil changes are to create business and increase the ticket price. That's all there is to it. All right, let's go back to uh, Jeannie. You're up next. Jean? Jenny. Jenny, I'm sorry. Jenny, I wrote it. Get and I it can't straight. even do it. <laughs> you can't read your writing. Jenny, I'm sorry. Um, I, it's okay the floor is yours. I, I've been called Jeannie all my life, and really it's Jenny. <laughs> anyway, sir, okay. what I would like is a recommendation for a repair shop in the area of Hayden and McDowell. Okay. I used um, to use I, advanced. I I used to use Advance on uh, Lim uh, Limberlost, on uh, McClintock and Rule, but they've merged with uh, Pet Boys, and I'm not comfortable yes, with that. Okay. Uh, there's Bell Automotive at 87th uh, Street and McDowell on the north side of the road. They are on their second generation. Um, Craig and his wife now run it from their from their Craig's dad. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want to tell you, they're honest, they're dependable. I've known them for 30 years because I knew his dad's name is Carol Bell. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's a woman's name, but his name is Carol Bell. And I've known Carol for more than 30 years. And I know Craig, his son. And I'm telling you, you couldn't find a nicer, more honest shop than Bell Automotive. And, and 87th Street, as you probably know, is one block west of Pima. Yes. So um, Bell, I would suggest, yes, yeah. ma'am, Bell. And Vicky, Craig and Vicky worked there, and she'd probably answer the phone. So. Yeah, and Vicky's his wife. Mm -hmm. So Craig and Vicky are a husband-wife team, very much like Renee and I. I work for her. She tells <laughs> me what to do. As you and, can tell. <laughs> as you can tell. But anyway, uh, Jenny, that, that is the closest place to you, and I'm happy to recommend them to you. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for taking my call. You betcha, ma'am. Thank you very much for calling. And Ken, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, good morning. Uh, enjoy your show. Do you hear me well? Yes, sir, I do. Oh, very good. My daughter has a, uh, an 06 Ford Expedition, and uh, she's been having this problem for two years, throwing lots of money at it. thing just drives down the road, runs very well when it runs, and uh, just stops. And it stops and it restarts uh, quickly after it quits. Uh, she's been thrown, she's probably thrown $2,000 at this thing over the last few years. You know, the thing's basically unreliable. Pretty car, but, uh, you know, okay. grossly unreliable. Uh, it'll do 
do it about once a week, every two weeks, unrelated to hitting a bump, unrelated to railroad tracks or anything like that. And uh, wondering if you had any thoughts on it. Well, I think the very first thing, if that were my customer, is I would go ahead and rent her a fuel gauge, and I would attach the fuel gauge, and I would tape it through the hood of the crack of the hood, and I would tape it to the outside of the windshield, and ask her to please take care of my gauge, and I would have her monitor the fuel pressure on my behalf. Now, if now, the fuel pressure is is, go oh, ahead. I was going to. Uh, one of the things that was done to it uh, early on was changing the fuel pump. It has no codes uh, currently. It had one code about two years ago that said uh, the computer turned on the uh, uh, applied voltage to the fuel pump relay and nothing came out. Now, that was two years okay. ago. I'm right, we're not going to fix cars based on history, okay? We don't fix yeah. cars based on history. So, we, we, I mean, if you want to dance some more uh, around with money, then you, you're talking to the wrong guy. Uh, I don't care that somebody put a fuel pump in it because the test I'm suggesting is going to tell us about the stability of the fuel system. And so that's going to answer all the questions. But if she's driving down the road and all of a sudden the fuel pressure drops to zero, then at least I know it's fuel and it's not spark because it's one of two. So it's going to be fuel or spark. I'm not looking for codes because codes tell me where the problem, what state the problem's in, and I still got to track down the problem. So codes don't, I mean, a good diagnostician, and I've been a master tech for almost 30 years. So um, I've been around the block this ain't. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, and then another thing is a spark. We need to determine if there's spark. And we need to determine what's causing it to die. And it's either going to be in the ignition system or it's going to be in the fuel system. And that's what needs to be answered. What part of town do you live in? Uh, she is in or does North, she live in? Uh, uh, she is in North. She's like Happy Valley Road and like uh, 62nd Avenue or something like that. Okay. Well, um, Action Auto would be the guy that would be close to her, Deer Valley and I-17. And um, all she has to do is, is take her receipts in and talk to the staff at Action Auto, explain that the car continues to die, here's the receipts, this is some of the work that has been done, and I think that they're going to help her, and, as, and she's going to have to be the diagnostician on this, she's going to have to be the record keeper, she's going to have to watch the fuel gauge. Um, they may very well hook up a small light to the ignition system and have her watch the light, and so she's driving along and the engine dies and she knows that it flashes rapidly, and then all of a sudden, the light goes out, and the engine dies, and then the car goes to the side of the road. That's what we need. And then we can go in and look at the crankshaft sensor, the camshaft sensor, the ignition module. We can look at the distributor. We can look at the coils. We can look at all that kind of stuff. But at least we know. The first question that has to be answered, ignition or fuel, that's all there is to it. And this could be something with this ignition switch, and so as she's driving down the road, she should also take where the key goes in, and she should wiggle it, you know, clockwise, counterclockwise, not enough to shut it off, but wiggle it up and down, forward and backwards, and let's make sure it's not an ignition switch problem, so that would be something that would be a concern as well. So anyway, if I think Action or Kurtz at I-17 and Bell, either one of those guys, they're top-notch guys, they can, they can help her find this problem, but she's going to have to work with them. Otherwise, it's going to cost a lot of money on diagnostics. So they set the car up, and she becomes their eyes, and that's that's what's best. i got to move on because i got to get Jerry. Jerry, good morning. What is it we can do for you? Yeah. Um, say we've got a, a Kia Sorento 2011 model uh, with that smart key. 
and uh, it uh, one morning it didn't work, so we opened it up the the key fob, and uh, sure enough, the battery had leaked out, and it was you know junked up inside. So we cleaned it out and put a battery, new battery, back in it, but uh, there's uh, no response. We okay. can't start the car with with the smart key. Um, right. And then we called the dealer, and the dealer says, "Yeah, four hundred eighty bucks for an, a new key fob." Uh, okay. Who do you do business with now? Who do you do business with now? Well, I don't have much time, but do you have a shop right now? No, I don't. Do I do not? Okay. What part of town do you live in? In Tolleson. Okay. Um, I don't know. Thunderbird. Well, Is that the that's that, no. I'm going to send them to um to uh, uh Rodeo. 38th, 30, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Okay. Uh, Larry Harkers. Um, I want you to call Larry Harkers out of 38th Avenue and Indian School, and uh, tell Bob that uh, Mark Salem says that I know he can't fix this, but he he should give it his, his honest try. But uh, this is something we see all the time. And we're going to have to reprogram your fob. We're first of all going to have to check to see if your key, your smart key, it's called the fob, um, is working. And then we're going to reprogram that to the car, or we might have to get another fob and program it. But the $400 is a number that we beat all the time. Mm-hmm. And so we have that done, and we can do that. But that $400 is a wishful number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it can be done for considerably less. So I would call Larry Harker's Auto. I would make an appointment. Talk to Ellen, his wife, make an appointment, and explain to her briefly. Um, I, now, can you get the car? You can't even get the car started, can you? Well, uh, the dealer, uh, I told the dealer, he said, well, you have to have it towed in. But then okay. we looked in the right. owner's manual, and, he, and there is a, a plug-in in the console. for the, okay. So you can plug it in, and then it'll run. Okay, well that's good because you're gonna. I was gonna make another suggestion, but um, my advice to you is, is 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 go talk to to Bob at Larry Harker's Auto, and I know he can fix it, and I know he's not gonna be at four hundred dollars. So that's that's my suggestion to you. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is in Mesa, and they are a good place to go. If you're in Mesa, they're on Main Street just east of of Stapley. And Brian and Thelma are really good people. They've been around. Thompson's has been in Mesa since 1970. And more important than anything else is others have applied to be on Mark Salem's best car repair shop list in Mesa. But the only one that's really passed the test in a huge, successful, big way is Brian and Thelma at Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. So if you're in Mesa and you don't have a really good shop, they are centrally located and they really do a good job and they're very, very honest people. Brian and Thelma at Thompson's Auto Repair. We're going to come back for another hour worth of car, and the lines are open, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.